Welcome back, everyone, to Level Up with Adrian Cruz. So today I got Michelle Gallegos, my fiance. Hi. And we are going to talk about how we bought a salon with zero money. So you guys kind of know that we've kind of already been real estate investing for quite some time now. I started my business in 2018, flipping houses. And Michelle has been in the hair business for how long now? Probably 17 years. 17 years. That's a long time. So she's been in the hair business for 17 years. And I remember like back in 2019, you were like, Adrian, like, I'm working at this, you know, because she had already kind of been seeing me like redo all these properties and how how good they look after we redo them. She's like, you know, I'm I have the salon. I've been working at the salon for seven, eight years now and it's old. I want a new salon. But we had no idea how to go about it because we don't have any money. Um, But going back to like, you know, the house buying flipping mentality of buying low, we knew. I knew that I had to find a property for her, for her new salon. And, you know, she kind of had mentioned that, you know, she needed more parking and all this stuff. And I would drive around like every day. So from like 2019 until last year for three years, I drove around every day just to try to look for, you know, a new salon for Michelle. Yeah. We looked at a few buildings that were like old chiropractors or there was like an old law firm and, we had looked at a lot of buildings, but they were like six hundred, seven hundred thousand. And for the people that don't know, six hundred, seven hundred thousand is a lot for Cheyenne, Wyoming. And you know, we looked at them, and the numbers never ended up working out. And this new salon that you know, the new Chalabella now, um, she actually found it through a real estate agent because you like some of your clients is like a real estate agent right you yeah. have you, you have a lot of real estate agent as a client right and you yeah. kind of just fish it out to them you're like hey i'm looking for a salon i'm tired of this old house yeah and then you someone brought you this the new place you're at now right yeah and she was a client she's been a real estate agent for a while um shout out to ashley martindale but she knew from years ago that i'd always have this vision i'd tell her i have a vision of opening like a modern salon and just always give her my vision of this new salon. And so she brought it and she's like, I think I found your dream salon. And at the time it did not look nothing like, you know, what it looked now. It was actually already a salon, but it was just like very dated, very like nineties. It had like these tinted mirrors, right? Like it was just very old, but actually she knew like, you know, the vision that you had because you told her yeah and i really didn't have the vision until you took me down to a salon in in, in loveland yeah what was that we i took him down to bellow haven with me in loveland to go pick up some hair extensions and that's when it kind of dawned on adrian he, he like looked in that he said you need a new salon i'm like i've been telling you this because <laughs> he always thought the old house was cool and i did think the old house was cool but i just that was never my vision it was always a newer, modern, busy, all of us girls working next to each other. 
that was always my vision when doing hair. Just the vibe of a salon atmosphere with girls and everyone doing each other's hair and just music playing. And that's what we have now. Yeah. And I remember walking into Bella Haven. And I was like, damn, this place is sick. Like the light fixtures was like, you know, amazing. The floors was like had this like gold lines in it. And I remember like leaving there and I was like, holy cow. Yeah, you need a new salon. And I actually found like this picture of a different salon or, you know, Actually, maybe there was like three or four different salons, but I had put it on my vision board. 2022, because this is when you, when you showed it to me last year. Yeah. 2022 vision board, I had put down like two or three salons, like just a random, you know, modern. Yeah, I interior. think I was sending you stuff from Instagram and I was kind of looking at like Kylie Jenner's office and seeing like, I want those white Sherpa chairs in my salon and just little visions that I would always send him. Right. What I wanted before we even found it. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, I put that on my vision board and then I was like, okay, like this is my new goal for 2022 is to help Michelle find a new salon for her uh, new location for her salon. And uh, thankfully, the real estate agent sent sent us the the gas station, and like we told you, we've already been looking. So this is like three years in, we haven't found nothing. So when we got sent this deal, we were like, okay, like this is good. Like it has, you know, good parking. You know, the trees, the pine trees. It was it was an older gas station, and we had to we had to do a bunch of inspections. So it wasn't you know perfect in the beginning. It was old. It was an old gas station. And if you guys don't know, when you buy a gas station, an old gas station, you have to make sure that the tanks underneath has been removed. Are if, sealed. Are sealed, removed. Yeah. However, just to make sure your ground, the ground, the soil is not contaminated because you can get really sick. Yeah. And also, too, this is another thing like being next to a dry cleaner too. We're right next to a dry cleaner. So we had a double whammy next to a dry cleaner and it used to be a gas station, but that can also contaminate your ground. So always, if you do buy something like that, do a environmental inspection. (laughs) So we did do that. Yeah. And then everything was great. So we went and moved forward. But before all this, um, so the property was listed at 350. Knowing that it was a gas station, we ended up just offering $300,000 and they took it. And I was like, holy cow, like 300000 that's cheap because we've been looking. Like I told you, we were looking at old buildings for like 600000 700000 Yeah, we've seen a few cool ones, like a cup downtown, but then there was zero parking. And so that was like 300000 with a parking lot. <laughs> Let's go. So going back to the basics of, you know flipping real estate because that's what I do. I make sure that, you know, if I do buy it, can we get all our money back out? So that's what we made sure to do. We made sure to buy it really low. It was listed for 350. We had no idea that they were going to take a $300,000 cash offer and they they took it. So we actually ended up buying that, borrowing that 300,000 from um, our hard money lender, which is like just some random guy. This is what he does for his career is lend money out to real estate investors at a very high interest rate, 12% interest rate. 
But anyways, so we ended up borrowing $350,000 to cover $50,000 of our renovation cost to, you know, because we didn't, I mean, until then we try not to, until now we try not to use our own money when it comes down to real estate deals. So we borrowed all of it. We borrowed the $300,000 to, to buy it. And then we borrowed the $50,000 to renovate it. And um, yeah, and then so we just started renovating it. So we closed on it. I had the vision of badass salons. And then Michelle, you know, showed me these pictures. This is how I want to do it. And uh, we just got to work. We ended up closing on it last year, I think right before summertime, right? Yeah. Right before summertime. And we finished, I think our grand opening was on New Year's Eve this year, right? Yeah, I think we did it a couple, like, yes, right at the end of December. Right. Okay. So that we kind of wanted to be in there by the first of the year. And I think we, we were in there maybe by the second or third of So that January. was pretty cool, yeah. Um, but anyway, so the whole point of this episode is to show you guys or tell you guys how we bought this property with none of our own money into it. So there's a strategy that we, we do. It's called the Burr method. It's, it's buy, renovate, rent, refinance, and repeat. So that's exactly what we did. We bought it with the hard money guy. We renovated it and then we rented it out. So Michelle, I think on the second, right? You said we, you guys all moved in there. Yeah. You got all your girls, you got all the leases and you took those leases. And just on that is uh, my salon. I just do booth rental, I'm not a commission salon. So I rent out the booths to the girls. So that's where we're at. But we have to show the leases to the bank that this is going to be covered by rent. Right. So you, then you show the leases. So you now you're telling the bank, okay, like someone else is paying. Or not someone else, but like you have rental income to support this property that you're trying to refinance. So how many girls do you have in there now? There's eight. Eight girls. So you took all seven leases plus yours. Yep. And you were like, hey, like this is a part of the income. Can I refi the property? And then they refied it? Yeah. And then he refinanced it for us. And then, um, so all in all, with the birth strategy, you have you have to make sure that you're, you're, the money that you have into it, all in all doesn't go over 75% of the loan to value. So all in, I think we were like at 380. And the property, I think, appraised for like, how much was it? I think it was about 450 or no, 550. 550 it appraised for? Yeah. Okay. So 550 it appraised for. And then we owed like 380 on it. So we, so it appraised for not only $140,000 more. We have that equity now, but we also got to take all the money out that we borrowed from the hard money lender. So at the end of the day, we don't have any zero money of our own money into it, except maybe, you know, a little bit of the couches and the little things. But as far as like the real estate, we don't have any money into it. And that's like the key to like doing this is, you know, to figure out, don't rush this. Like if you're out there trying to open up a new business, don't just buy any building. You have to make sure the numbers work. And it took us three years to do that. Yeah. I mean, really it took me 15 years because <laughs> even my first salon, I did it with a partnership 
but I also put, we each put, I think $27,000 down. So, I mean, this way, the way that me and Adrian did it is a lot more profitable. A lot more profitable and potentially like no risk, right? No yeah. risk and just a lot smarter way. And this is how you keep, you can keep doing this. Like if you just have the, the discipline and the patience to, you know, keep looking for good deals and don't rush things you will find those gems of that will potentially make you a lot of money. Cause at the end of the day, when you retire, right, Michelle, like you don't, you don't like you have this property, you have this property now to sell. Yeah. I could sell it or I can keep renting it out through the years and that's income coming in or we can sell the whole building to someone else who wants to run a salon or what they'd want to do with that building. That's pretty cool. Cause this is your second salon now, right? You also have that, Commercial property, well, yeah. we have it, right? We also have another, like, a suite salon, a studio suite. But we did have to buy that with a little bit of money down. And, and I kind of learned from that because the first the first salon, um, Bellows, um, I actually, we actually put down, like, $80,000 down. And I'm like, I'm not doing this again because it killed me. You know, like, 80K is a lot, especially when I'm flipping houses left and right. You know, I can take that 80K and instead of parking it as a down payment, I can keep using it and flipping it on my flip houses. Yeah. And I think I spent out of my personal account probably fifteen to 20000 buying like the new flooring, the new sinks, all the things to renovate that salon. So we kind of learned from experience, like we did not want to like dump all this money into it and park our, all our money. I mean, it's not a bad thing. Like we still have money in it the money doesn't go away but we just kind of learned how to do this with you know other people's money or you know hard money money just not our money you know and that's 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 the story of how how we started that salon and or how we got the new location so yeah yeah and i guess too if you do want to you know set up a coaching call with adrian to figure out how maybe you can find a he could help you find a commercial business or even and do it the way that we did with the burr method or even a house if you're just trying to do your first house maybe he could even help you with that yeah the main thing is you know finding a good deal and i talk about this all the time because if you didn't listen to my first episode, the first episode where I tell my story about me getting fired and me having to sell my house, but I had this deal that I bought really low and I ended up selling it and then making money to start house buyers. If I didn't have that deal, that first house, I would be screwed. You know, I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, But yeah, anyways... If you guys need any help with coaching, finding good deals, I'm here for you. And Michelle is here for you too. Yeah. She knows a lot about real estate. Yeah, I would love to sit in with any of the, if anyone wanted me to too. But really consider setting up a coaching call with Adrian and just getting started. And that's the first step is getting started. Yep. Well, thank you guys. I, I hope you guys liked our conversation about the new location. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys. If tomorrow